0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pitch Catch Podcast. My name is Eli Swice.
1: And I'm Joey Fernandez.
0: And we got a lot of free agency stuff to talk about today. If you guys are excited about free agency, let us know down below what has been your favorite move so far, whether you're seeing this on YouTube or listening. Make sure to follow our TikTok uh, at Pitch Catch Pod and all the other socials if you please. But yeah, let's get right into it because we have a ton of news to talk about Um I don't even know where to start. I think we should start with the biggest <laughs> yeah. contract so far. Um, well, what I guess you... not not AAV wise, but I okay. want to start with I want to start with Corey Seager. Um,
1: okay.
0: I remember uh... <laughs> earlier, uh, maybe two podcasts ago, or maybe the podcast uh, before. Yeah, we were talking about who's going to get overpaid, who's going to get underpaid, and you brought up Seager getting maybe one hundred and fifty, and that would be a slight overpay. Or is that what I said? About? was it
1: 150? I thought it was like closer to 200. Like, that's was what it? I thought. Yeah. All
0: right, let's, let's call it 200.
1: Either Even way. Though, that, like, I mean, it was a it was a take at the time. That's for sure. But I okay. mean, I mean, 325. Really? Like, it, it blows my mind. I mean, good for him for getting paid like that. But Man, that feels like a lot. It really does. No, it, it absolutely is a lot for a guy who
0: you know he has injury issues. Um, other uh-huh. than that, when he's on the field, he's fantastic. We all know that he's yeah. one of the best shortstops in the league. I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure we're both big fans of him. Um, yeah, it's easy to see how the Dodgers didn't get him back when an offer really <laughs> yeah. is on the table, thirty two and a half million per year. I mean, look, we're gonna get into the the other uh, new Texas Ranger. I mean, they, the batting is there now, obviously, but like yeah. they need to, they need to beef up this pitching to even have a shot at maybe being a world series contender. Cause that's what they're spending money. Like they're going to be right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think next year is their year, but I, I like the steps that they take taken. obviously spending over $500 million, you would assume yeah. they're taking good steps, but yeah. I mean. Man, like I like the John Gray signing a lot. I think he has the potential to be a solid 2 or 3, um especially for the price uh, at 14 million AAV, 4 years, 56 mil, but I mean, they they have some big steps they want they they're going to have to take, especially signing another, I mean, at least a top of the line guy. I wouldn't say ace or anything like that, but they still they need some pitching depth for sure if they actually want to compete. But mm-hmm. I mean, the best middle infield in baseball by far is just it's a good step to take. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I hate to sound like this because it's just a stupid, I mean, it, it's, it's not fun to think this way, but yeah, to get 10 years I, with that amount of money, I cannot like, hopefully they can win a championship and it's worth it. But I just don't see how they get full value for the full 10 years. Yeah. I mean, that's no not doubt. even what they're going for. Maybe they're just going for hopefully in the next five to six years, we can scram a championship. Um, I, there was, I mean, we both had our predictions of where he's going to go. I think the Rangers were like, we, we kind of thought that they would get some shortstop possibly. Yeah. I didn't think they would spend this much money, especially after, after they get Simeon, which we'll talk about right after, like literally over half a billion dollars or actually (laughs) it's, it's actually exactly half a billion dollars for for two players, two really good players. But I mean, For that long of a contract, um, I I mean, if I'm a Rangers fan, I'm ecstatic. Uh, Looking from an outside perspective, it's like, wow, like, I wonder what other offers he got. I wonder how close the Dodgers got to that uh, contract price. I I, I can't imagine they were, you know, very close. And I I don't know what other teams were there. I wonder, I mean, for the Rangers to pay this much, it kind of gets you thinking, was there another team close? Um, I wonder if we'll get some information on that later if yeah. it was like a bidding war or something to drive the price up that much but nonetheless they get themselves top three top four shortstop when healthy I mean yeah good for, for them
1: sure. it's just man yeah I mean the years for both guys just feels like a lot I mean obviously they probably aren't the most desired destination out of all the places that we're competing for him but I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of years. I mean, that personally, I just think I just think the return on their investment is not going to be that great on the back end, but hopefully the front end can pay off what 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 entails seven years from now, or six. Yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, it it has to be such a specific situation for me to like a ten year deal when it's someone yeah. like Wander Franco, Juan Soto, uh, Acuna, you know, someone like that. I love it. Um, maybe if it was someone less injury riddled like let's say theoretically let's say the Cubs had Chris Bryan they him for 10 years I think that's that's plausible in that respect or like let's yeah. say I don't know like a mancada but someone like Seager I mean he's approaching 28 and I understand that like some of the people I just named are close to that age yeah he's like he he has a little trouble staying on the field, and and that kind of worries me a lot. Um, yeah, especially even just when one you get year. Into the
1: mid thirties. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Even just one year missed out. Let's say. I mean, I obviously hope it doesn't happen. Let's say he gets out for a year. That's a huge loss financially and obviously for the team. I I can't say I can't say I I hate the aggressiveness though. I, I kind of love it, and it's no crazy that this happened. I I didn't think either of us expected him. To, to get this much money, um, no, no, not a chance. Yeah, and if he was going to get this much money, we would probably think what Yankees would would just open the
1: checkbook, not the Rangers, in my opinion. Exactly. Uh, I had the Rangers getting Trevor Story, which is probably not even half of what he just got. So I mean, yeah, that's no. that's a crazy price. But I mean, credit to the credit to the Rangers, though, going out and spending some money. I mean, they, I, you can't really be mad or like you can't really hate on a team for going for it, you know, cause there's a lot of teams out there that really won't be willing to spend the money like that. And are just willing to stick in mediocrity and try to build from within. But I mean, going out and getting two superstars is <laughs> nothing short of uh fantastic for them. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree
0: with that. And going to his teammate, his new teammate, Marcus Simeon, uh, seven years, $175 million, 25 annually um at 31 years old seven years i yeah. i i can't say i love the price again when you factor in like it's the rangers they're the going for it. they want to sure up the superstars i understand but i mean i don't know once Simeon approaches 34 uh 35 i i just can't see this contract being worth it but again i'm sure there were similar offers in in a sense from other teams no um, doubt yeah i mean i I didn't expect the Rangers to get him at all, and I mean, it's same same thing with Corey Seager. Like you just got to respect the the aggressiveness. I mean, I would rather yeah. have a team do this than not. So I mean,
1: exactly. Uh, I think I think this was a really good signing for them, but I don't think they get him without the seventh year. I think that was probably mm-hmm. what pushed him over the edge. So I I can't blame them for doing it, but. It's gonna be really interesting to see how it plays out over time, uh, and especially the complementary moves that they may make. Mm. But I, I definitely could see them competing for, I mean, maybe the AL list. I, think it's more of like a compete, compete for second slash wild card uh situation. But I, I think they're definitely going in the right direction for now.
0: Yeah. Another thing that I love about these moves is just for the overall scope of baseball the rangers are now a team you can watch a a team that you know is is going to be contending for something and it it makes baseball more interesting the same thing with like the angels um hopefully they make another move so like they're actually serious contenders but it just makes it more fun when when more teams are contending usually when a team could lose like lose a superstar like seager that team kind of falls out of the race it's like uh, are they going to rebuild whatever the dodgers are still there obviously it just added a whole new team that is going to be exciting to watch and is going to be a team that is going to compete. And that AL West, I mean, to me, it's up for grabs. I mean, the Astros, I would say are still the favorites. Um, But besides the, besides the A's,
1: I mean that, that division looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. I think the AL West is definitely, the AL and the NL West are going to be two of the most exciting divisions in baseball next year. Hmm. But We'll get to it later. The NL East is definitely making a push for that, too. But
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Again, one of the other crazy moves, it happened this morning. Uh, we were staying up last night hoping it would get announced then. Uh, <laughs> Max Scherzer goes to the New York Mets for $43 million a year, $130 million over three years. Um, this is, as a fact, it's an overpay, but it's very justified, which – it's yeah. kind of one of those things where like you just shouldn't care about the price tag. Um, and I'm, no. this is a move that makes me wish I was a, a Mets fan at this point. Like, I mean, imagine being
1: one of those fans right now and you just got Max Scherzer to pitch right after DeGrom. I mean, what a signing. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a lot different of a situation than Texas, obviously, because they, this is a, a potential move that could put them into the playoffs. You know what I mean? And, and potentially help them, even advance a few rounds in the playoffs. So I think this is definitely warranted. And for a guy like this, with the with the short amount of years that you're giving him, even the three years, I don't mind whatsoever mm-hmm. because I could see Max Scherzer still being elite at 40 easily. So I, I have no doubt that this is worth the money. And as long as he stays healthy, uh, fingers crossed, uh, I think this is going to be a slam dunk signing for them.
0: Yeah, we've never seen – this old of pl- this old of a player, especially a pitcher, get this much money. Max is just different than everyone else. I mean, he's proven that he can be elite at an old age, and I love the signing. And I think we both predicted the the Mets to go very far in the playoffs, or at least be a lot yeah. better than they were last year, which helps our case. So that that prediction will <laughs> hopefully look pretty good by the end of next season. Um, I mean, I guess let's just let's just go over the Mets real quick. Uh, Starling Marte, they also got. Uh, 78 million over four years. That's 19 and a half million per year. Um, personally, I, I like the signing as, in, in terms of they got Starling Marte. Um, something that worries me, though, is Marte is a really good hitter. A lot of his value comes from his base running, or uh-huh. at least a, a, yeah. a decent amount of his value. He's, he's getting up there in age, he's going to turn 34 next year you got to think the base running is going to kind of trend down as this contract goes on. Course, it's only four yeah. years, but maybe by year two or three, he doesn't have it anymore in the base running sense in terms of an, an annual you know, investment you're making in him, possibly a slight overpay. But again, with, with the Mets, with, with this signing, it's totally different. Uh, it's a totally different situation. And I, I don't love the price that they paid for him, but I also, really like the move in terms they got Marte and, you know, surrounding him with other pieces like Scherzer. And then we're going to talk about Canna and uh, Escobar.
1: It's yeah. Overall, I think it was, it was a good move by them. It was a move that needed to be made. Yeah. It, it doesn't really seem like they're worried about 2024 right now. They're worried about 2022. You know what I mean? I think, I think this is the type of move that they really feel like they needed in center field, especially with them probably losing Conforto most likely. So I, I think that it's really it really rounded out their team uh with the other moves that they made, uh that are very underrated in my opinion. But Starling Marte was the big one of that day, of the three that day at least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They also got Marcana, two years twenty six and a half million. Uh, I think it's a really good signing for them. Uh, pretty under the radar. And yeah, no doubt. I like yeah, him a lot. Yeah, no, he he's an on base machine. Uh I would say – I don't know if I want to call him underrated because I hear a lot of people say he's underrated. So maybe he's just perfectly rated. Um,
1: yeah, okay. That's to, to, to interesting.
0: Yeah, to, to the more uh, maybe not-so-casual fan, we all know Marcana's is a pretty good baseball player. Um, he is like – he's not a household name or anything, but he's, he's, a, he's a really good baseball player to have on your team. So um, good signing for them. And then Eduardo Escobar uh, with the $20 million for two years.
1: I I just like it. I, I like the sign. Yeah. yeah, I mean those were two bargains, in my opinion. I think Eduardo was. Uh, I would say Eduardo's probably more properly paid, but I think Marquena is definitely one of the better values you could get, especially with the on-base percentage that he brings every single year.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I I see the uh, the idea of um, him platooning with McNeil possibly in terms uh-huh. of because uh, they both hit uh, the different sides of of the of the ball way better than the other Uh, so a possible platoon which will decrease the amount of games they played which obviously could prevent injuries and can be Mm -hmm. a really solid platoon for them because mcneil's a good hitter um he's had uh he's had a little up and down you know health wise and also on the field but he's a good player and it's to to have both of them platoon i think in my opinion it's a very good uh way to go i'm not sure if Mm -hmm. they're going to go that way but yeah, overall, I mean, the Mets knocked it out of the ballpark so far and the scary thing is they may not be done.
1: Yeah, I I see another guy in their future, but uh, another re- retaining guy in their future, but yeah. yeah, I I think Jeff McNeil, uh I know he had some issues hitting into the shift a lot last year, so if he can if he can get past that, I think he'll go back to his normal self.
0: Yeah, no, so the Mets just killed it. Congrats Mets fans. Um <laughs> you guys are hopefully going to have a really good year. Um I know we're yeah. both rooting for you guys. Um, AL Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Seattle Mariners picked him up for five years, $115
1: million. Well, what are your overall thoughts on that? A uh, Huge get for them. I-, I think they needed that stalwart in the rotation to uh, kind of solidify them a little bit because they have guys who can get the job done, but they really don't have that one guy where you, re- where you can rely on to just be a shutdown guy. I mean, obviously, Robbie Ray's only had one really – shutdown year but i think he's worth the bet of not paying him a crazy amount you know uh he necessarily didn't get paid as much as i thought he would personally i thought he would probably get closer to 125 130 i think 110 was a a really good sweet spot to get to with him as long as he keeps the walks down it'll be it'll be a very good uh contract for them
0: yeah i think we're both uh expecting some sort of regression i mean you just have to. Uh, especially yeah. when you take a little look at the advanced analytics and like, you know, kind of compare it to some other guys. I love the guy. Um, he's, he's a really good pitcher. I love it. I love him on Seattle. It's a huge, you know, addition for them. I would love to see them get another under the radar guy. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Like, like, a. I don't know. I, I wish they maybe, I don't know what kind of moves they were making or at least attempted to make, but maybe like an Alex Cobb. I know he's, uh, is, is, Cobb to the Giants absolutely confirmed?
1: Uh, I haven't seen anything uh, confirmed about it, but I, I'd go with yes. Yeah, some just someone along
0: those lines, someone kind of under the radar to kind of just round out that rotation. But nonetheless, yeah. um, getting Robbie Ray was huge for them. And, you know, with the addition of Adam Frazier, I mean, those are two very big acquisitions so far.
1: And I, I sort of think there's going to be another move made for them. Oh, yeah. I think they're in the mix for an outfielder or, or I mean, just a, another position player in general. I think Chris Taylor makes a lot of sense for them. But, mm. yeah, I, I, I'd i be on the lookout for the Mariners the rest of the offseason, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going on
0: to the Blue Jays, they lost Robbie Ray. They gained Kevin Gossman uh, five years, <laughs> $110 million. Um. I, I think it was a. I think it was a good signing. Uh, I, they needed to replace Ray. They, I'm sure they knew if they got Gossman, they weren't going to get Ray, or they already knew they lost Ray. I don't know what the situation was. They needed to get someone, and Gossman was, in my opinion, the perfect guy to get to replace him. Um, yeah. I'm kind of. I I, I really like the. I like the value there, and and
1: I like that he got less than Ray. Um, I was about I, to ask you. Mm-hmm. uh do you think they preferred gossman over ray because they're the same age they got the same amount of years and it was only a five million dollar difference so do you think that if they really wanted robbie ray back they could have because i think so
0: yeah i don't see a reason why not they must have they must have a reason um they showed a lot of love to him um i mean obviously every team's going to show love to their players but like the blue jays in mm-hmm. my opinion are one of those teams that come off with a vibe where like they actually really love their players. Um, Yeah. And I can't see them not attempting to go for Robbie Ray. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a little not worrying, but it's something to look at in terms of they kind of just got a replacement Uh, similar, similar pitchers. Um, It's an interesting move. I would bet if I were a betting man, which sometimes I am, uh, I would bet that, (laughs) Gossman does better in the next four to five years uh that's just how I feel I maybe maybe they saw the same thing um but I love the move for the Mariners and then I also I really like this move for the Blue Jays you know that rotation is going to be it's something to look at
1: yeah I just find it really interesting what the Blue Jays reasoning would be for not retaining Ray because mm-hmm. they signed Gossman before Ray even signed I'm pretty sure so yeah it's it's interesting. I, I'd want That's that's going to be an interesting career arc to watch over the coming years, especially just both of them, just in the comparison because they're the same age and yeah. all of that. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a great signing for both. I think Kevin Gossman's going to age very well, just his stuff in general, because he doesn't really rely on crazy velocity or anything like that. He just has mm-hmm. flat out good stuff, mm-hmm. uh, along with Robbie Ray, who I mean, he's he was dominant this year, but yeah. I. It's going to be really interesting. I think it helps both teams a lot. So uh, I think uh, the Blue Jays making sure they retained a frontline guy just it's perfect for them because they could take a step back a step back if they didn't. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on, uh, Avi Garcia signed with the Marlins. Four years, fifty three million. Uh, that's thirteen point two million dollars annually. Here's my opinion on this. <laughs> I like the move. I like the annual value. I just think it was a little bit too long of a contract. Um, he's, he doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to perform at the same level in three years. Um, I, it's just something about it. I, think it. I think it's a little too long of a contract. But again, what good is it if they sign him for one or two years? So I understand. Yeah. Um, so my overall thoughts are that it's a good move. Maybe I would have liked to see three years, but, I mean, he might be moving to DH if the NLDH is a thing. Um, they need an outfielder, and, you know, Avi Garcia is a really good outfielder, uh, pretty underrated. Ever since he left the Sox, he's kind of transformed into his own guy who can hold his own, and he's he's been pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to start off by saying uh, congrats to my man Avi. Uh, as a Sox fan obviously uh mm-hmm. i i always liked him a lot in, on the Sox i think uh, i think he's a very underrated player personally i think uh he's been a consistently uh, slightly above league average hitter for most of his career especially since 2017ish so i i'm a big fan of him and i think uh i think what they paid him was just about fair i mean they're going to be paying him to into his about his mid 30s but i think for the Marlins this is good to take a first step on spending some money and potentially even acquiring another outfielder uh, mm-hmm. that we could talk about later. But I, I feel pretty good about this. I, I think, I think Miami pro- I mean uh, Milwaukee was probably not willing to pay this much, but mm-hmm. good for Miami. I, I like to see the, the smaller teams uh, spend more money, just to make it more interesting.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, moving on to the NL central real quick. Steven Matz went to the Cardinals 44 million over four years um, that's 11 million dollars a year for Steven Matz personally. I hate the Cardinals. I love this deal. I think it's really good value.
1: No, yeah, I I really like this a lot. I think I think he's the perfect guy to pitch in St. Louis. Also, just because they're they're known for their defense and he's pitching the contact most of the time, so I think he's the kind of guy that could easily uh, have a spike in his numbers, uh, especially pitching in the National League. Even though they're probably going to get the DH, but. I I think it's a great move for both sides, and it solidifies the mid to back end of the rotation. So, yeah. Are are you surprised he got, I don't want to say this low of money, but are you surprised he didn't get more money for maybe someone else? Um,. Since it's a longer-term deal, not as much. But if he signed like a one-year show-me deal, I could have easily seen like a a $15 million deal maybe. But Mm -hmm. since it's four years, I think he just wanted the stability since he's had some injury issues in the past and it's also been a little inconsistent, uh, especially in New York. So I I don't mind this at all. And it also lit the fire under Steve Cohen. So I think this is probably the most impactful uh, signing of the offseason in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I who knows? The Mets may not even get Scherzer if,
1: if that whole Mets-Cohen thing doesn't go down. It's, oh, it's kind of crazy. It's like, a, it's like a weird alternate universe to think yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Steven oh. Mets signing back with the Mets, and then Max Scherzer's just never even a thought. Yeah, <laughs> I was seeing Mets fans <laughs> saying,
0: give Steven Mets the key to the city. <laughs> they, got it. they got the Mets-Scherzer. But, yeah, no, I, I really like this deal. Only 30 years old, so... Unfortunately, my Cubbies are going to have to face him. Not that he's like amazing, but he's a good pitcher, so I'm, I, I would rather not face him than face him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, moving on to another pitcher in the Bay Area, Anthony, Anthony Um, I thought he was going to get moved, to be honest, but he signed back with the Giants for three years, $36 million. That's $12 million a year. Again, I think it's good value, and especially losing Gossman, it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good pickup for them to, to retain him.
1: That's it was honestly great value for me, mm-hmm. Not in my opinion. I think yeah. I think he's worth more than that, uh, but obviously he probably wanted the stability. Um I, I really like it a lot. Uh did they not confirm get Alex Wood yet? Um, that's a good question actually. I thought uh... they had I thought they got Alex Wood back. Uh, I'm gonna mm. look it up right now. Yeah,
0: I'm yeah, gonna check on that. I I believe I saw something
1: like that, which it's was just I, a which...
0: nearing deal. Yeah, I, was that even today or
1: was that like a couple of days ago? This was a week ago. That's yeah, why that's I'm, what so I'm confused. confused. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's interesting. San Francisco Gate said Giants move quickly, resign Anthony Desclafani and uh, Alex Wood to multi-year deals. So okay. you would think. Uh, yeah. I'm going to assume he was there still. You, oh, yeah. Uh, Wood's going to be back on a two-year, $20 million contract. So I think that's great value for him also. And this yeah. is – I think it's – I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I think that's perfect. Uh, both of those guys uh, served a great role, especially at other rotations. So I, I don't see a reason not to bring them back. Uh, you don't really need the splashy moves all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Giants getting back two pitchers. Losing Gossman hurts but in my opinion uh, they didn't lose their best pitcher I think Ooh. mr I think Mr. Webb is gonna gonna take over that that ace role very soon so I mean Gossman is a loss but I think they can deal without it but I also don't expect them I think I, I did predict uh, that they weren't going to even make the playoffs next year just because I think the Padres and the Dodgers are going to just going to be so much better especially the Padres they're going to outperform what they did this Mm. year obviously but I mean still to compete good for them they got two of their good pitchers back um moving on to your Chicago White Sox Kendall Graveman was signed to the White Sox for three years 24 million it's eight
1: million dollars a year um I have an interesting opinion on this but I I want to hear yours first um I think it's a great signing um I I think he really found something this year uh, as far as his stuff wise and just in general uh, with the way he pitches. Uh, I think his tick up and velocity really helped him a lot along with him getting the pair up with Ethan Katz, who's done a a very good job with a lot of pitchers so far in his, in his young career. So I, I really think it's a good match along with we're not paying him a crazy amount of money for a setup pitcher of his caliber. I mean, from what he showed last year, I think this is a, a very underrated signing so far. It's obviously going to get lost under the big names, but I'm a fan of it. It also leaves a clear uh, replacement for Craig Kimbrell uh, when we trade him because there's just no way he's on the White Sox for much longer. Yeah. But I no. want to hear your opinion.
0: Um, so before I get into this, I just want a blanket statement. I like the move. I think it's a move okay. that needed to be made in terms of the White Sox needed another guy. They have a really good bullpen, but with the loss of Kopech, going to the rotation and then the loss of Kimbrel that is just imminent to happen I'm just waiting for that news to see where he goes they needed someone like Graveman I'm just interested in the fact that you know Kendall he had a really good year uh Mm -hmm. but his uh, and I'm just throwing stuff out there because I just wanted to do a little bit of research um his ERA was 1.77 his XERA yeah, his XERA was two runs above his ERA, which, you know, you don't want to always rely on the expected stats. Yes, yeah, His FIP, His FIP was 37th among relievers. And this is really his only good year. Um, yeah. He was obviously a starter early in his career. Um, he had – this is basically his breakout year, which obviously he looked very good. In terms yeah. of salary, he's tied for 11th among all relievers. I'm okay. just interested to see it. I mean, look, if he signed to the Cubs for this deal, I would love it. So I'm not yeah, I'm yeah. not blaming you for loving it. Is do do you have any not worries, but maybe questions as like he he's getting yeah. paid the same as Trinan, hater. I mean, with only one good year and he's he's he was nasty. Is there any anything that, you know, What you have in terms of what
1: I have to say to that is last year was his first year as a full-time reliever so Mm -hmm. personally I think that he has some untapped potential even that might sound a little crazy but for a guy who's 30 years old obviously but I think that he still has some room to grow as as a reliever uh, as far as maybe the mental side or just learning how to pitch as a reliever more so I think I think there's definitely some room to grow and obviously the advanced stats say that his numbers uh, are a little bit worse than they what they actually were or they should have been but I I think signing a reliever like that is more about stuff than than like ERA in my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I think uh that's what matters in the playoffs more is a guy who can who has bet the best odds of going out there and having a shutdown inning more than just letting uh, it, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Uh, getting outs, <laughs> if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Um, I guess what – do you think the, the price is fair for someone who had one? I mean, like you said, it was kind of his first, like, full year out of the bullpen? Yeah. Um, is, it, is it the question of does he deserve as much money as hater Trinan, Barnes, or is it just hater Trinan, and Barnes are just getting underpaid? uh what are your thoughts i think that's
1: on like the, the i money? think that's that's what it is personally uh i think that's what he would have got that from uh at least a few other teams uh cuz i i have no doubt that other teams are interested in him obviously so i think uh the only reason the dodgers really got him at that price is because uh his his numbers weren't quite as dominant uh in the years before that so that's that's basically what my opinion is on that um yeah, and hater's just underpaid i mean he clearly should be getting fifteen million dollars a year, but yeah, that's I just mean, me
0: uh, yeah i would I would even argue if a team had to a couple million more than that, i mean he's yeah. <laughs> Are he's arguably I, the best closer in baseball,
1: yeah? I'd I'd hand him 15 AAV for five years in a heartbeat, so he they, the Brewers just got a snag there, so yeah, no, but, absolutely. Um,
0: overall, I i do think it's a good signing, it, it filled the need yeah. for them, and I, I'm a Kendall Graveman fan, especially after seeing his reaction to leaving Seattle, it just kind of warmed my heart. Um, <laughs> I don't know, he just seems like a good guy, so yeah, uh, happy for you guys. I know you guys are waiting for uh some more moves, but
1: for hopefully, sure.
0: that'll come soon. Um, I don't think we touched on Cindergaard, didn't no, we, we, last didn't. podcast? Oh, yeah, we
1: did. Okay. Well, we both like the deal, I think. Or yeah, no, like yeah. I High I, risk, high I reward think, type thing. Yeah, and why not? I mean, they've, yeah. they've been a dumpster fire with their pitching staff for years. You might as well throw some cash at someone who could be a frontline guy, so. Yeah, I mean. Why not? If healthy, he is, so. Yeah, we'll just
0: speed run the rest of these guys. I mean, Hector Neris went to the Astros for eight and a half million a year. Um, I, I don't, I don't love it. I don't hate yeah. it. It's just kind of like uh, I don't know if that was the correct price for him.
1: It makes me feel better about Kendall Graveman. I'll put Absolutely. it
0: that way. Yeah, and then Aaron Loop got the same exact AAV for two years. Um, yeah,
1: he uh, he's another guy with questions, uh, just mm-hmm. because of he's never really had a dominant season uh, like that at all. But I I think he's a, a valuable guy either way because he's obviously not going to keep up with the same numbers he had this year because they're just unsustainable. But he'll still mm-hmm. be very solid for them. So
0: yeah, Jimmy Garcia goes to the Blue Jays uh, for five and a half million over two years. I mean, he's just average. Uh, they yeah. need they need bullpen pitchers. I don't mind that deal at all, especially after. Uh, losing kirby yates which we'll talk about in a second but uh, brooks raley went to the uh rays for five million a year uh for two years i really like this deal um i think he's pretty nasty um and yeah, the, he's pretty good for all we know i mean the rays are going to turn him into the next chapman so uh <laughs> i like the deal uh heaney to the dodgers for eight and a half i mean i don't really care sure. for this deal yeah <laughs> yeah um kirby yates to the braves for $4 million a year, for two years, I really like this deal. Uh, he's obviously coming off a big injury, caused him to miss the whole year. Um, when he was healthy, he was he was really good. And obviously those question marks are coming in. But I, I do like him um, on the Braves. I like the signing for them.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, I think even if he's like 75% of what he was in 18 and 19, I think this is a steal. So I'm a big fan of it. I like yeah. the risk.
0: I do like. I really like the fact that the Braves got him as well. Um, they're just a team to like, and their bullpen was fantastic in the playoffs. And just adding Kirby Yates to it is just yeah. wow. Like that's they're they're not joking Stock, around. Stockpiling um, firepower. Yeah, literally. Uh, former ace Corey Kluber goes to the <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays for eight million. For all we know, like I said, the Rays are going to make him into vintage Kluber. Um, oh yeah. I mean, this He's, is another, I guess, deal, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean $8 million isn't really much especially for a starting pitcher, so why not? If he stays healthy, he's going to be way more he's going to be worth like I mean at least I mean maybe even double that, maybe even more. Mm. So, I mean, no, there's no reason to be mad at the signing whatsoever because even if he doesn't pan out, they're going to find someone in like the rule 5 draft or someone on waivers that's just amazing yeah. anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah. I mean,
0: just looking at the other signings Lorenzen to the Angels for seven million, sure. Get two two way players. I mean Lorenzen wants to <laughs> be in the rotation and get at bats. Maybe that'll work out. I don't know. Um
1: that's I do like them
0: yeah, it is interesting because I want to see how it pans out and I want to see how much work he gets in the rotation, if if any. Mm. I mean I know that's his wish and I want to see how many at bats he can get. Um it is cool that he's on the same team as Otani though. So if he if he pans out in a way where he's actually decent, that's pretty cool that they have both of them. No doubt. Um, I do like the Michael Waka signing to the Red Sox for 7 million. I think it's yeah. a decent little pickup to
1: shore up that rotation. Yeah, it feels like the Red Sox just love making these type of moves nowadays mm-hmm. with the Garrett Richards of the World and yeah. all that. So yeah. I I don't I don't mind it. Yeah. Is there anything else here? Uh, uh da- Daniel Hudson was a good uh, good price. I don't I don't remember if you said him or not. Oh uh, no, yeah. To the, to the dodgers for seven million i think that's a decent uh decent pickup for them he's got a good arm he's got good stuff so i don't mind it um besides that i mean yoshi satsugo for four million to the pit to the pittsburgh pirates <laughs> yeah pretty pretty yeah. dope <laughs> yeah that's pretty dope <laughs> Uh, Cole Calhoun uh, he was the the smallest addition that the Rangers have had but he's a decent bat compared to what they've had lately so I don't mind it I think it's a decent pickup for them yeah absolutely Um, besides that yeah. so those
0: are all the free agents that have signed so far Um, so we have until did I see something about an extended
1: deadline now is it December 2nd or like what's going on here I don't know. It's really weird to keep up with. All I know is December 1st is when when it gets real. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is there 31 days in November?
1: No, there's not.
0: Okay, so we're recording this at 1 a.m., or at least I am. You're recording it at 12.30. I'm at yeah. Um, Technically, today should be the last day until the impending lockout or whatever is mm-hmm. going on. We might have to wait until... March to see some of these big names get signed? Do you think Uh anything happens? And if so, who are you expecting?
1: Uh, I think Javi Baez goes, uh, I think possibly Trevor story. Maybe Mm. I think Correa is a waiter. Yeah. I I think, I think the right field market is going to be pretty stagnant, but I see Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, and then maybe some other under the radar guys. Yeah. Chris Taylor. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe like an Anthony Rizzo or something like that. But besides that, I don't see Correa going or Kershaw going or any of those guys. I don't no. see a Jansen. I think no. uh, a Glacius probably awaits also. So I think the the reliever market kind of stays the same. Right field or just all of the outfield just kind of stays pretty stagnant. I think it's the the middle infielders are to watch as the trend of the off season's been.
0: Yeah. No, I would I, I'm really expecting bias to make a deal, whether that's with the Mets or like the Mariners or I don't even maybe the Yankees swoop in. Highly doubted in the dark. Red Sox are a very good shot as well. I forgot about them. Um yeah, yeah I'm I'm excited to see where he goes. Uh obviously as a fan of no him. Doubt. But it sucks yeah. that this is happening because I feel like yeah. we would have like it's been crazy. The last couple of days had been like probably the craziest baseball news that we've been a part of first we got that crazy trade deadline and then this off season, like we get all these huge stars signing these crazy contracts i mean what a time to be alive but it's kind of
1: <laughs> sad that uh it
0: might come to an end for the time being
1: yeah that's gonna it's gonna be a long few months hopefully it's not a few months hopefully it's just a week and they all uh put their mm-hmm. pride to the side but yeah. we'll see i don't know what the terms of the agreement are going to be or anything like that i don't even think they do but uh I wanted to update on our leaderboard uh, about our side bet that we have <laughs> yeah. uh, with pick predicting free agents. Uh, for now, you're in the lead, 1-0. Uh, you got the Starling Marte signing right. I had them going. I had them going to the Yankees, and you had the Mets, which was correct, yeah. obviously. And uh, yeah, we also, uh,
0: we also only did twenty two people we didn't go through the whole free agent list. We should have probably done the whole list. That would have been more fun, but we only did 22 people. If you want to listen to our last podcast, that's when we went through those 22 guys and predicted them. But yeah, Mm. so far um, we've both gotten one, two, three, four, five wrong. Um, (laughs) And yeah, Marte is the only one that has been correctly guessed. And yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting to see more moves. Hopefully something happens tomorrow. Um, can't say i'm not grateful for everything that already happened because it was Mm -hmm. craziness but yeah i don't know if there's really anything else we should touch on uh this lockout really kind of limits what we can predict because we have no idea what's going to happen no doubt yeah so we'll just end it there uh hopefully you guys enjoyed a little bit of a shorter podcast but sometimes those are good so let us know what you thought Please follow the TikTok if you want daily news. I think I posted like four or five videos today. So if you want some content, make sure to head over there at Pitch Catch Pod. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening on whatever platform, just follow, do whatever you got to do there. Um, And yeah, if you want us to talk about any other topics, because it's going to get a little stale, hopefully not, but it might, if you want to head over to our TikTok and just comment an idea, I mean, we'll, we'll probably take it. Any questions, any topic. Uh, hit us up over there and with that i wish you all a good night and good luck to whatever team you support in your free agency hunt peace (laughs) out